Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Oh, good morning, everybody. How is everybody feeling? Are we feeling good? Next question, please. Are we feeling sexy? No. How about this? Are we feeling fall? No, I'm still, I'm not wearing socks. I know you're really fighting this. I am. But Mother Nature yanked us into it this week because she was like 90, 95, 92, 63, 61. Rain. Rain, Rain, cold. Cold rain. Rain, cold. Rain, sun. Sweaters. Shorts, I'm layering, but then I'm shedding the layers because there's moisture in the air. I don't know how to feel about this weather anymore. This is typical. Uh, Traffic, I am so sorry on behalf of everybody everywhere. I think, here's the thing. Two and a half hours. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I had to get, I had headshots done the other day because, you know, I'm Mary Steenburgen and I need new ones to go with my 75-year-old face. Wow. Got new pics done, and then I had to go somewhere else in Brooklyn that day. Like, what are the odds that I had two things to do in Brooklyn? Took 45 minutes to get from point A to point B in Brooklyn. Uh I'm not leaving a borough. Boroughs aren't that big. It's it's a loose-loose. I think traffic is just a terrible conversation in general because it's just not, it doesn't go anywhere. Ha! I wish that were. You're punny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A couple things that have happened during the <clears throat> week. Um, oh, so here's something fun. Okay. I booked a hair ad. Oh, no. Is a it- print ad. I did a, a hair thing for uh, Supercuts. <gasps> Let me just tell you. Did they have to cut it? Every time someone, they're like, I'm going to give you the best haircut of your life. You know, this is a $400 haircut. No, no. And then I look in the mirror, I'm like, can I have... Can you pay me four hundred? It's a flock of seagulls. This cut. is fucking disgusting. Oh my god! I'm like, I look like you, like a raped altar boy. <laughs> like, We're gonna make your Which, hair look by great. The way, I'm like, uh, remember when the George Clooney was in the yeah. Clooney, and it was the basically the Caesar cut, so everybody looked like they were in ancient Rome. Yeah, I had, I have, I had that. And oh, of college. course, you did. That yeah. was my fraternity president profile pic. Oh. Can I see that? Can you send that to me? Yeah. Patreon wants to know what your Caesar haircut looked like. It was delightful. Hail Patty. Whoa. There is something in the back of my brain that wants to be a hairstylist. (gasps) What's that about? I think it's because my mom kind of raised me at uh, going to her salon. I just loved the whole- You just admitted that your mother raised you. That's the first time you've said that on air. Well. Ha ha. Sort of. Your mother and TV. Uh, Dynasty. Well, yeah, basically the TV did. That's why you wanted to be a hairstylist. What? Because of what? Because of Dynasty. You oh. you grew up with some of the best 1980s Those hair. Those are wigs. You That's... think? No, no, they were no. Don't do that. Are you In the fucking 80s, for real? Right you now? were feathering. Oh no, you just need a big hairdryer. You don't think Joan dryer. Collins has a wig collection like? Uh, 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 well, I mean, she Raquel sells it Welsh. at Kohl's. That's different. Yeah, but still, it's I a don't collection. think that she wore them during the eighties. You think that? Yes. No, Diane that Carol. was everybody's original hair. Well, who are you, Jules? He's weighing in on wiglets. 
a man who oh, bless my jewels, but now he's down to like seventeen hairs on his head. Did I ever tell you we went to the Aveda uh, store one day? This sounds really negative. Uh, this is no. This <laughs> I'm, look, it's positively negative. We go to the Aveda store. It's a busy day, and he's like, oh, "I just need to ask some questions." He was in there for no joke. 30 minutes talking to the woman about hair products. I had to leave and go to the food court without him because he was like, oh, what can I use to sort of, I'm looking for lush. I'm going for like breaking down like cuticles, thickness. I don't, I don't, I'm not on your side with this. What? I, because he talked to the Aveda lady for forever over his five hairs? Yeah. 13, I, I mean, sorry. It's a, she makes it. This is really rude. She's painting you out like a Charles Schultz cartoon. Oh, hi there. I got no hair. Cause you got me some more hair, man. Maybe you're part of the problem. Look, I just want to keep him grounded. Mm-hmm. I just want to be honest. But I did leave. I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. Because at some point he did start talking about cuticles. And I was like, all right, hair cuticles. I'm out. Here well, the follicles should be moving forward. I'm washing them with cold water. <laughs> what is happening? I love, I'm sorry. I'm in love with my Jules impression. And I know there's people out there who are, hi there. Thank you for supporting me, you guys. It's like the, it's like Mickey Rooney with um, any, any one of the original uh, Bowery Boys. Yeah. What's a Bowery Boy? You people are so old. Okay. Let's talk about something modern. Well, the wild part about this hair ad was uh, <laughs> it was like, it was a Miranda Priestly moment. I go in for this audition and they were like, can you come back? So great, I get a, I get a callback for my hair. Now, there's like 15 girls in a room and they divide us all up into curly, wavy, and straight. And they make us stand facing the wall. And <laughs> Curly, wavy, straight, get in here. I, I was like, curly, wavy, straight, here we go. And we walked in and we're all just standing up against the wall first, staring at each other. Were you straight or were you wavy? I was wavy. Huh. And then I was the only wavy. So I was like, how am I going to represent everybody as a wavy girl? But they just had us, they they lined us up on the walls, and now we're all looking at each other. And then they left the room for like 10 minutes, and we're all just looking at each other. We're like, so is this where we fight? Is this when I scratch your eyes out and pull your hair out? Is this Squid Games? I want to be wavy. It's season two. And then when when they came back in, they were all talking about the CEO like she was you know, a head in a jar. They're like, she's coming. She's coming, everybody. Turn around, face the walls. I was like, this is where they shoot us. I've seen these documentaries. This that is also like the dumbest thing. It's like they they're like, oh my god, she she's she'll be uh, he's coming. He's the, what oh is with god, the fear? And it's like I don't know who these people. I don't. It's Steven Spielberg has yet to walk through one of my audition doors. So I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are and what weird theater town that you're from. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Did you experience that when you were? Was everybody terrified when Ralph Lauren came wandering? Yeah, here? they're like Ralph's in the building. I'm like, okay, he's like Papa Smurf. He's three foot four. <laughs> he like travels in a jar. You know, it's like, oh, he's here. How do you know he's here? Because he's like, he just got off of a horse. His jeans are dusty. It's like you know, everyone like everyone walks around like they're in like Westworld. 
you know, like it's Madison Avenue. Everyone's in like Aztec prints and like a headdress, like a head, like a feather head. I'm like, where the fuck are you people going? This is cultural appropriation. A, B, you're in Midtown Manhattan on Fifth Avenue. That's a Madison. lot of fringe for one person. For one, like, is there if you if your desk is surrounded by a teepee? So help me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> What are those tiki heads? What are you doing? It's like it's like half teepee, teepee, and the other is like very slick, black and white, like. But it's nuts. People run scared. It's exactly Devil Wears Prada. It's like cried. she's coming. Put on the Prada shoes. Someone cried when Ralph was there. Oh my god, I just love Ralph so much. I'm like, okay. what? No, get your head right, people. CEOs, and and when we're facing the wall, we can't see this woman. <laughs> He's walking down the line and assessing all of our hair. And it was like the scene in League of Their Own where she's like, eyebrows, thin and separate. There should be two. (laughs) And she's walking down. She's like, these layers, they're too thick. We'll have to cut your hair. And the girl's like, okay, I'm fine. They get to me and it was, oh my God, Patty, that doesn't look like a Caesar. That looks like the Johnny Unitas. You can set your watch to that haircut. It looks like a brown... Swim cap. No, you look like you you read sports for Fox News. Yeah, and I've been eating Fox News. Also. That's <laughs> you, what it looks like. You ate it never missed a meal. Add a boy. Add a girl, chunky. You know what you are. You're healthy. That's, that's right. what that's what your mother would say back then. You're healthy. Oh, look at you. Ain't you healthy? That is not a Caesar haircut to me. That well, is just a tidy. You're going into the. There's you're going no to hair. war. There's but no you're hair. going into a cupcake you, war. You could probably. <laughs> You probably chip a golf ball off that hair. That's fantastic. That's great. That is that That's is a back nine haircut right yeah. there. There's some inner demons. Chip in off the green. Sure. Oh, he's so pretty, you guys. Uh-oh. Wait till you see our patty, our puffy patty. <laughs> well. Yeah. So she got to me and she got all excited and it was like I was Gina Davis in this scenario. She's like, yes. Ooh, look at the multi-dimensional color and the waves and the. I really was like, somebody's going to stick their D in my hair if I don't turn around. But I was like, thank you. And they're like, keep facing the wall. I'm like, yes, yes, ma'am. Don't look me in the eye. Don't challenge me. So I'm very excited I booked a hair ad. But all it is is the back of my head. You never see my face, which is exactly how I want to work for the rest of my life. If I am like Sia, I'm fine with that. Cover my whole face. Okay. Check me out from behind. And I told Moth, and it's a we have to do a special shout out for Moth's birthday this coming week. Oh shit! Uh, give her mouth. an extra special love. So uh, I tell her, and whenever I book something, that's when Moth decides to get real proud and specific. But it's always that she I book the hair and she's like, you know, I've always said you had the best. You just you had the best back of a head that anybody has ever had. She said this. Yeah, she's like, your hair is this. I told you it was the best. It's, it's it's her claiming, laying claim Uh-oh. of like, good, yes, I have said. She's an abuser. Oh, that's like uh, your immune system? Oh, yeah. I've Well, you know what? You you do have the best immune system out of every, because I didn't, I haven't gotten COVID yet. And she takes it as a personal point of pride. Like she passed down this immune system that can't be broken. Oh, isn't she fantastic? You have Peabody genes. What? Peabody Jeans. What's that? Peabody is a town in Massachusetts that is... Peabody? Peabody, 
We no. pronounce it Peabody. So like the rest of the normal educated America is Peabody? Yeah, but welcome to Massachusetts. No, I know it's that. Peabody. I've seen every Ben Affleck film. <laughs> Are we ready? I think it's time. I it's think time. So welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Wild Bill Hickok. <laughs> or Ralph Lauren. <laughs> right. And I'm Kathy Hilton. And we're coming to you from the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Presenting his most royal majesty, the king. In gratitude for your faithful service, I shall knight thee. In the name of my most royal majesty, I knight thee. Arise, sirloin of beef. Arise, earl of cloves. Arise, duke of Brittingham. Arise, baron of Munchausen. Oh my god. And thanks for listening. That was the whole podcast right there. Thanks. We'll be here next week. Because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're uh, taking them into, uh, from from Edinburgh to Westminster Westminster Abbey Abbey to Windsor Castle. and, And oh my god, we're just taking them all over the place. So please... Follow us on your social medias to find out where we'll be at Dearpod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face, our website, dearpodofficial.com. Email us any of your advice questions, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, and we will answer one right here on the every week. You could be one of those lucky individuals. And finally, most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, extra special benefits like a birthday shout out. Now, this week we have an extra special birthday shout out because she is an employee of the Pineapple Ranch. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, my mother, happy. Happy birthday to my mother. She is 153. Uh. That's, you can't really give her age. She's not, she's not She's ageless. She's timeless. Uh, happy birthday, Martha. I hope you're having a wonderful birthday. Happy birthday. There we go. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. I just love Caddy's impression Paul of my a, impression. Paul does a better impression of your mom. <gasps> that is right. Paul oh, is my God. We should actually reach out. I had I had taped it, and I don't know where it is, but we'll have him. Uh, Paul Lazel, who's a super fan of Dear Pod, we love him very much. He does an impression of my mother that is so spot-on accurate, it, it puts me to shame. Yes. So I think that we should maybe do a little happy birthday shout-out. Uh, actually, here's a call to action. All right, so it's Moth's birthday this week. It's a major event here at the Pineapple Ranch. Now, If you've been listening and if you're a fan and if you love the Moth Report as much as we love doing the Moth Report and not knowing what's going to come out of my mother's mouth every week, Mm. mm -hmm, there's a way that you can give us a little special tribute to the Moth if you want to take your, try your hand at doing an impression of my mother, which we have pretty much all attempted here on the air. Correct. Please email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Do a little voice memo on your phone. Send it to us, and we will put it right into the show. That easy. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Now, that being said, in a separate text conversation with Dearpod superfan Paul Lazel, he did... Broadway's. Broadway's Wicked's Paul Lazel has an impression of my mother that is so fantastic... 
he voicemailed it over to us, and we would like to do a little special tribute. Happy birthday, Moth. Here is Paul Lazel. I like Hawken Das Vanilla. <laughs> Patty, start the deep, 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 deep. If that is not an award-winning impression, I don't know what is. If Sesame Street is not calling Paul Lazel by the end of this week, the system is broken. I mean, he should be wrapped in felt by now. I, I Honest to God, with somebody's hand up his ass. <laughs> Preferably well, Jim Henson's. We'll thaw him out. He's also dead. Whatever happens, happens. Everybody's you need to dead go now. through, like... The- you're dead and alive. Stars. I know my Rolodex needs to be updated. I need to like earmark it like I'm Carrie Fisher in When Harry Met Sally. Married. Dead. Folded. Fold. Exactly. Speaking of dead, uh, <laughs> she doesn't have a problem with chins. <laughs> Here's the theme of the week because we have been watching the Queen's funeral for, I think, about three weeks now. I mean, forget the hurricane that devastated Puerto Rico, but as long as this billionaire. We are following, we are GPS tracking her. And I am sorry, but I made a fantastic joke on Facebook that did not get enough love. Oh. Okay. I haven't seen a body moved around this much since weekend at Bernie's. True. That's a good joke. And that it didn't get joke. enough love. And uh, this is why I need for my second grade teacher to, to stop whatever she's doing. For some reason, my second grade teacher has become like a conspiracy theorist and she gets online, That's she nice. gets loud. And everybody else was laughing at it. And she was like, the amount of disrespect that is shown in this country is disheartening and disappointing. All the disses. Hmm. Uh, in this country, well, she's not our royalty, A. B, there is some very problematic behavior with the royal family. C, she has a pedophile for a son. Oh, I know. So, Isn't that awkward? Yeah. That is the most awkward family reunion. Hi, how are you? <laughs> we all know. In fact, a million people behind me also know. No, Andrew, was, please don't bring a date to the funeral. Honest to God, <laughs> it's okay if you just want to sit at home and watch on TV. Just watch, Just wait it out. Just wait. We don't need you to march yeah. all no, the way. No, that's great. That's great. You know, Fergie will be here. I found it bizarrely Fergie, and relaxing. And also, Fergie Ferg will be here. Fergie, all the Fergies. Yeah. For, yes, anybody with the Hi, last I'm name Fergie. Ferg. Hi, I'm Fergie. Hi, I'm Fergie. Just like I was the original Fergie. Were you? I was the Duchess of Pork. What a fucking terrible thing to say. Who was the Duchess of Pork? Fergie. Wait, they called her that? Yeah, in the newspaper. Oh my god! Wait, way recently? No, way back when, when she was the Duchess. Oh, no, so much. They really like target the bodies, don't they? No wonder Diana was like, "I'm going to throw up in every corner." Well, remember that picture of Princess Diana doing like the abductor machine you know when it's like she's sitting there with her legs wide open and oh they my took god a picture do you remember that Jim? no it's like she's so she's doing that leg machine where you push you push out or you push in yeah just your legs and yeah. someone she took it somewhere. oh no that one no no like it's, at the gym the, it, yeah it's like when you do the, when you yeah yeah, yeah. kind of like yeah like the uh the gym. right yeah. but it's like a whole machine the and sexiest s- machine at the gym right what what did suzanne summers the uh Thigh the thigh master, master. Right. yeah. So basically, it's like the thigh master machine, and someone took a picture sitting right in front of her, with her legs open. Oh in my her, god! In her gym clothes, snatched to the wind, and then front page of the newspaper. <gasps> Could you imagine uh, growing up like that? Like, n- there's never a day where somebody is not taking a picture of you. You can never Sadly, be off I guard. I do know that. Oh, I know because you're very famous. Right. You're kind of a. I mean, your Dear Pods Comedy Advice podcast. It's like yeah. I don't know how you can walk down the street. I don't know. 
It's tough. You need a little cattle pusher on the front of you. You know, I was wearing our T-shirt the other day, and I just... Oh, my God. I couldn't beat people off. Swarms. (laughs) I cannot beat them (laughs) off fast (laughs) enough. Oh, God. Oh, God. Not on the shirt. A little lube. (laughs) (laughs) I just have the one. I just have the... We haven't gotten around to making merch yet, so, you know... It's just, please don't damage it. Oh, this week's theme is royals, royalty, princes, queens, kings, what have you. I'm not going to lie. I watched... I've watched her move around a lot. I found it very relaxing. It was like a lava lamp. I'm like, where's the queen today? Oh, she's making her way slowly to Edinburgh. Like, where's Waldo? I didn't get into it. I just, I've seen Oh, I did, because and... I was like, this is history. It's so weird to see. And then I thought, we'll never see this in our, oh, yes, we will. Because, you know, Charles is not a spring chicken. No, he'll die. It must be weird for him to walk in that, like, processional going, well, this will be me one day. Right. Look around and be like, you see what's coming. Yeah. And then William to think the same thing. They're all looking at each other going, oh, God. But completely different because she did it for seven decades. Seven decades. She did when she was like 20. He'll get a couple. What'd she say? 25. 25 years old. 20, your entire life you've been like this. (laughs) That is Basically a useless. Figurehead. Right. Because there really, there's no point, right? Well, That's the thing is that they're they're not supposed to have any sway over anything. Yeah, over parliament, but some of them do. I mean, it's funny because I've been watching so much on on the history channels and things like that about the history of this. And and her, the ones who preceded her had more sway over what did or didn't happen in parliament and, you know, things that were enacted. And a lot of people give the queen shit for, oh, colonies and blah, blah, blah. She was actually instrumental in decolonizing and and unifying more than anybody before her. So she actually did more to unite. And, and you got to remember, again, you can't be retroactively woke. And the time that she was in to be a female who's 25 years old, mm-hmm. trying to like lead, be the the figurehead of a country. I mean, Jesus. Right. She's like, I didn't want this gig. But you have my to dad wonder, gave it to me after like seven decades. Someone wasn't like, can we get a homo in here to fix this woman's hair? <laughs> this is just like you how think come that she, she did not have royal homos in that place. You're apparently wrong. not. She did. She never had like the one day at a time haircut, the Bonnie Franklin. She never had the Kathy Rigby haircut. She didn't have. She just had the same. It's like she said at it... Golden Girls, but she did very early. She was like 40 years old. She's like, just put it in that thing like with Anel, the curlers. J- Anel, just give her, you know, just make it poofy and brown. It's That's like it. a brown football helmet. <laughs> she gets everything but boys and money. Wouldn't it be amazing if she wasn't for she came out with the Diana. Yeah, like, could you imagine? That's the, like... <laughs> or like the Lisa Vanderpump all of a sudden she's got, like, these translucent teeth and, like, really long hair for a woman that is... It's inappropriate Extensions. for Extensions, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just, like, braids. A bump it's it. Like, like, she went through a phase where she really just wanted to get some, some volume some, yeah. in the crown. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Or it's like she walks out and she's, like, the Land O'Lakes woman. Like, <laughs> just, really... She just scrolls through different looks. Like, she's she's a paper doll. <laughs> like, Wow, she's like the Lisa Renna. Like, you never know what kind of wig you're going to get. Wow, braids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, at 78, braids. Okay, all I'm right. I'm surprised that your hair didn't fall out. Swiss Miss, that's a look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's supposed to be one thing set. She said it, and what? 
Forget it. She started. She I'm knew a slut, it. I'm a slutty, lonely goat herd. Can you imagine Literally. if she like she never got to go through a slut phase? I feel bad for her. I think that's why she had all those dogs. I never liked corgis. I feel so bad for those corgis now. They're so, they're sent to live with Andrew. Do well, you know that? They're like again. We're um. It's time to go. Where are we going? You're gonna live at Andrew's house. The fuck I am. <laughs> I am staying in Buckingham. You better fucking crowbar that woman open. I'm jumping. In. I would rather suffocate to death. <laughs> Let's get than Egyptian. Go with this pedophile. I... Am I right, Tony? Put I'm me with in the him. tomb. Move over, Philip. <laughs> I'm coming in because I'm not living with that guy. I've you, seen his TV collection. You better clear out her stomach because I'm gonna remnant this this bitch and live in it. <laughs> They revenant the queen. <laughs> what gonna, are you doing? I'm turducking. I I'm not doing this. I'm not going to live with that guy. You can't make me. Apparently, the corgis have more say than the queen's rights. So she, <laughs> they are going to live Leonardo DiCaprio style inside the queen. And she planned everything about her death and her funeral. She could not have planned for those things to live with Andrew. That's like you know what. When you know, I just want my son. Just to go live with my neighbor Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. No, no, that's not. No one was like, I think my dog should go with this asshole. How, no. how did? How? Why him? Because like, he lives I, like, alone. What she th- throw a dart? And she's like, oh, fuck. Uh, Sorry, like fellas. all the royals on a big dartboard, yeah. and she was like, I was hoping it would be Kate Middleton. <laughs> and I thought, well, <laughs> the fifth attempt. Damn it! Why do God, I have Diana I still up? Getting... It keeps landing on Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather they live with her. She's on a beautiful <laughs> island out there. Put the corgis on a little canoe. Wait, why is she turning into Liza? Why does every impression I do? It's Queen Elizabeth's impression of Liza Minnelli. But, when Liza versa. dies, they better have the same kind of pomp and circumstance. I want you to move me from upstate New York into New York, and then I want you to fly me to California, then bring me down to Miami where I'll do a sit-down for a, a month or so. Let me tell you this. If they don't parade Liza Minnelli <laughs> down fucking Times Square... In a glass coffin. Correct. Yes. Dressed, obviously, in Halston. Look, Windsor is about 20 miles from where they started, so we need to give that same kind of, you know, well, maybe we'll bring her up to Poughkeepsie, bring her back down again. I want a big hullabaloo pomp and circumstance. Close the streets. Lie in state at the Palace Theater. Oh, my God, at the Palace! (gasps) That is still rotating. Because it's still rotating. (laughs) And as it's just on a loop, do, 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 do. Or she's just on the red steps. She's just on the red steps, propped up. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone can see. They're like, um, someone needs to go in and reapply. And it's a 24-hour webcam, so you can check in on Liza's body at like 3 a.m. You see kids walking by it. There's a costume change. It goes from like black sparkle (laughs) to red. How did they get her into that? She looks fantastic. She looks great. You know the drag queen's coming, like dresses her over the years? Yeah. That's great. Somebody runs up, tries to steal her flag. You know, the usual. Exactly like what happened. pride flag. (laughs) They just cover the coffin in pride flags. (laughs) Instead of her crown, it's like an ashtray. (laughs) Is that a Holston ashtray? Thank you so much. And then Lauren is there. She's like, I'm not going to get this. And everyone's like, you're damn right. Can you step behind the coffin, Lorna? Way behind. She's the Andrew. She's the Prince Andrew She's of like, that I'm going to sing girls for all season. Wrong day. It's not, <laughs> not your, your time. Yeah, not it your is time, not your Lorna. time. 
Look, here's the thing. When I get buried, I just want Joel to be buried with me. I don't want him to live with Prince Andrew. You understand? I want to know that he's well taken care Can of. Can it, kid? <laughs> it's real. Here's the great thing Mike's about TV. When I die, just put Joel in my mouth. He'll fit right in there. We just tuck him off to the side like he's a little piece of chaw. You know, just put him right under my tongue. Well, it'll be so warm in there. So warm, Joel. And Joel's like, I'm not dead. Shut up, Joel. You're going to be buried with me anyway. We're meant to be together for eternity. Consider consider yourself a corgi. <laughs> You're one of my corgis, Joel. So we got articles today. Clearly, we are, we are off to the races. We're talking royals. Hit me with an article about the royals. This is from the Monroe News Star, Monroe, Louisiana, April 1st, 1974. Mm. Dear Abby, how can I meet Prince Charles? <laughs> I... <laughs> Why would you want to? But this go is 74. on. Okay. I have always admired him, and it has been my dream to meet him one day, but okay. I'm not having any luck. <laughs> I've written him several letters, and each time his secretary has answered, saying, The Prince of Wales regrets that he is unable to meet you. Miss Otis regrets she's unable to lunch today. <laughs> I am a normal, intelligent 20-year-old college girl. I beg to differ. I'm told I'm pretty and have a pleasant personality. Okay. I've read everything I could find about the royal family in general, and Prince Charles in particular. I'll bet I know more about the royal family than most people living in England and the rest of the United Kingdom. I hope you don't won't think I'm crazy, but I've even taken horseback riding lessons, and I plan to take flying lessons when I can afford it because I know those are Prince Charles's favorite <laughs> Also, if we ever meet, I will have something to talk to him about. <laughs> Abby, you're supposed to have all the answers. Can you help my dream come true? Signed. Kathy in Brooklyn. Oh, Princess Kathy. <laughs> I'm Kath. You can just call me Kath. Oh, but she's from Brooklyn. Hey, Kathy. What's going on? <laughs> hey, let's... Uh... <laughs> hey, Prince Charles. What time is tea time, Queenie? I, I just, I don't really like those little sandwiches with the cucumber in them. Usually I like like a nice Italian sub, like a hoagie, you know? Okay. Now, now I'm from Midwest. <laughs> it's the no. name Kathy's really throwing It's me. really, yes, it is. Okay. And it's also, we're just doing Marissa Tomei. Again. We are, we are, because that's who Kathy is. She's like, I'm just trying to find myself a prince, okay? Why don't you get your corgi away from these shoes? <laughs> I don't even understand what kind of dog that is. It's so close to the ground. Get yourself a pit bull or something. That's some dirty fur. That's dis- okay. <laughs> dear, dear Kathy, sorry I don't have the answer to this one. Dreaming is all right, but we have to live in the real world. So wake up, Kathy. Your Prince Charming could be someone you've already met in a Brooks Brothers suit with a Brooklyn accent yet. He was never good looking as a young guy. No, he had like taffy for ears. No, my no, he looked like um Alfred E. Newman. Right. Yeah, you could like hold on to his his ears and fly like that. That's yeah. how you learn how to fly. Yeah, like Dumbo Furtado. style. Yeah. Wow. And yet still. But you know what? I had a crush on William when I was a young lass. That what? was before he started to look he looked more like his mother than his father at that point. Right. He is not he has not aged well in the head. You mean because he's balding? Yeah. But I just in general, I was like, he's gotten to look a little bit more like Charles than Diana as he's gotten older. Pro- yeah. I, it's probably the stress. That's, I mean, his brother looks fine. Well, but his brother, that's not, Prince Charles is not his father. 
I'm not doing this right no, now. No, I'm serious. I'm, this is oh, not a conspiracy theory okay. thing. Oh. But have you seen oh, the you, guy? Do you have the DNA? I you do. Know? Yes. Okay. Somebody, Ancestry.com, with all, you cannot tell me that somebody's right. not swabbed okay. his cheek you, at some <laughs> You think You think that the royal family is going to let that one out? Oh, never. Never. A family that has slept within it, it, the family, slept together? Yeah. Did, hey, no, no shame in the game. No, there's a lot of shame. If your game. cousin is hot, what do you... <laughs> I can't even joke about it. If the glove don't fit, you must quit. Now, is there anybody that you thought? Did you ever like write to anybody when you were a kid because I've you had a crush told on you this. them? Wait, I've who told is you it? This. It's Whitney Houston, and I have the. When letter. you were a kid, you wrote yeah. to her. Of course, that's why I have the framed from the fan club. Yeah, that that was when they were like, wall. just stamp it and send him a headshot. That was it. I believe just that. proper hand up. Yeah. What did you write to her in that letter? My cousin and I wrote it. He was babysitting, and we both wrote him. Both both wrote letters. Okay. And he sent them in. I Did don't he, really know what I said. You just trusted that he sent yours in. Well, and he you don't did, remember what didn't. you said in the letter? No, I think it was like ten or eleven. Oh, I wrote a letter to Joey McIntyre. Okay, this is so boss. This is crap. <laughs> this is so. This is so wait. Like, you're judging you? my love for somebody because it was he's from Boston. Whitney and Houston so, is from Newark. I'm Oak Park, Illinois. At least I left the state. Oh well, I, Joey McIntyre is what down the block. We're inbreeding in Boston. We like to keep our pride localized. God, we are an entire. We're we like a, jeans that don't fit, and a baseball jacket. And yeah, we like to smell tight. like cigarettes. And a we got bomber. We have hot dog wrappers in our back seats. Absolutely, I don't want anybody to leave the town of Boston. No, it's kid. not a new car. <laughs> You've been looking for a way to work in that word because that's all and you I got it. Yeah. I'm just trying to wear these khakis. Do you know that that's how we pronounced? Khakis. Yes. Right. Which is also, it's either, I'm looking for my khakis. You don't know if they're looking for right. pants or actual car keys. I do have to say this, and I was talking about this on stage the other day, because uh, I said I'm from Boston, so I've never been hugged. Ew. Because we are an entire town of people who will not cry if somebody dies, but will weep in the streets if one of the teams loses. Fully, every guy I went to high school with is like, hey, Mark, sorry to hear about your dad. And he's like, eh, what are you going to do? You hear the Sox lost to the Jays? <gasps> yeah, they put up a hell of a fight, kid. I hate, uh, what are you going to do? We're going to do. That and it is what it is. Well, of course it is what it is. That doesn't even, like, what, that's stupid. That's such a Joe Judice way of talking. It's, uh, people say this to me at work. It is what it is. I'm like, what? No, what does that even mean? And then I, I said it, it came out of my mouth. I'm like, what the fuck did I just say? That's like, <gasps> that's like if I ever said the word ain't, which I'd never do. <gasps> oh, if it I came, know. If it came out of my mouth, I would probably slap my own back of the head. <laughs> I am so You sound sorry. like, McFly, you sound like a moron when you're you talk. uneducated. Make like a tree and leave. Oh, wow. I've never said ain't either. Yeah, no. Some things just don't feel right in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on a pillow. You know what does feel right in your mouth? This article, it sure does, from the Green Bay. You know what they changed? There ah, there it is. This is from the Green Bay Press Gazette, November 26th, 1973. And where is that from? Green Green Bay, Bay, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Not Peabody. Wisconsin. 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 This drink is lovely. (laughs) Queen contest disputed. Dear Ann Landers, I am so mad I can't see straight. 
Listen to this. A beautiful young girl who was a senior in our high school was kicked off the ballot for homecoming queen just because she happens to have a six-month-old child and is not married. The girl's parents stood behind her and filed a suit in federal court to invalidate the election. This is happening in a court over a, a homecoming queen, just oh, for the record. Neat. The girl's parents stood behind her and filed a suit in federal court to invalidate the election unless the school authorities let their daughter run in the election. Our high school principal, when he ordered the name of the unwed mother off the ballot, said, Only virgins can run for homecoming queen! What do you think of this, Ann Landers? Signed, Furious Student Group. Dear group, your principal has carved out quite an assignment for himself. How does he plan to tell the difference? Because he's Prince Andrew. There are plenty of high school girls who don't have babies, but who aren't virgins. If your principal doesn't know this, he had better enroll in the ninth grade family living course. As a matter of taste, however, I believe an unwed mother in high school should stay in the background. <gasps> Anne! How dare Judgy B. Okay, it's 1973. Anne has some old ideas about this. And frankly, I think, uh, what was the movie with um, Molly Ringwald? For keeps, oh, that did not I'm come out until mid. Pass the potatoes. Oh, timeless, timeless Ringwald. You didn't know if she was a comedic actress, a dramatic actress. You just knew that she fits somewhere in the spectrum. She's, she's not a comedic ast- actress. Asterisk. <laughs> she's not an asterisk. You think she's a dramatic actress? Don't you? But she was in comedic movies like Sixteen Candles and yes, Breakfast Club. Yes, but those Club. aren't necessarily comedy movies. Like she happens to be <gasps> in one. But she's not necessarily the... A comedic person. Correct. She's sort of the straight man in the 1980s. Correct. Well, yeah, because she has to send up... The com- she is. I think we just discovered something here today. Yeah. Molly I Ringwald mean, she does, is she the has, center of the wheel. Yes. She keeps everything on track. She does have some zingers, but they're they're more like smart, like... Undercut. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like Jennifer Grey and <gasps> Paris Bueller's death. Who's yeah. ever in the house is still in the house. I have my father's gun and a scorching case of herpes. Not necessarily. <laughs> That's a very good read. Thank you. You get the job. Thank in you. the musical of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which no doubt has already been written. Probably. Or is in the process of it right has now. Has to be. some, you know, But of course, they'll change it somehow. Of course, they'll ruin it. Um, Ferris Bueller will actually be a woman. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a shoulder blade on a roller skate. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. What... Didn't you have homecoming? Like, we never did that in our school. Because I'm from Boston. We were too busy working the poll to worry about your homecoming queens. I, we didn't know. I went to an all-boys school. So we didn't, we had homecoming dances, but we didn't have like a. Kings and queens? Maybe when the girls came to our school, but then I don't, I wasn't there. Oh, all right. I didn't. I don't think I went to a lot of dances. I feel like you would have been mm. a homecoming king. No, because as much as you're like, oh, I was an outcast. You're still like the head of everything that you ever talk about. Do you realize that? No. In high school, first of all, I had a very rough exit of grade school and a very, <laughs> grade school, right? And a very rough entry into high school. And then when I was in high school, I was like, I could be dead or alive. I really don't give a shit, and I just went out. Okay. And then I just kind of existed and like went under the radar and then couldn't wait to leave. High and school. then couldn't wait to get out of there. Hated every minute of oh. every day except for theater. And that was it. And then, and then in I, college, then though, I you were college. like. Then I went to college and met my best friend, Betsy, which is amazing. Um, 
And she's a Patreon subscriber. Yes, and now lives in and lives in Wisconsin. Loves it. I'm so happy for her. Traded in. It's like uh, 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 Green Acres. Oh, goodbye, city life. I would have said baby boom. You said oh, Green Acres. Okay. Right. Um, and yeah. So and then once I got, I, I wasn't really involved in anything in high school because I really didn't give a shit. That surprises me. I would have. I wouldn't if if when people are like, "Hey, you're going to you're going back, uh, you're going back for a five year or a ten year." I'm like, five year of what? No. They're like, uh, five year of a high school reunion. I'm like, it's been five years. What the fuck happened? Oh Who gives God. a shit? The idea that like I had the most Boston ten year reunion. That was the one that I decided to go to. Five years, you haven't changed enough. Ten years, nothing happened. It's you're like, getting a little paunchy. Yeah. No, I don't. I have no. I have no interest. My mom's always. My sister and my mom are like. You know, you got something from your high school. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Oh, my God. Or she's like, your fraternity wants you to sign. You should really do that. I'm like, I'm in my 40s now. I need nothing from any of these but institutions. also, like, social media is one big <clears throat> school reunion all day, every day. You're all looking at each other this whole time. It's like no time has passed. So then what happens is you end up at, like in my case, the Sons of Italy, where everybody, they got, I'm not even joking. Is that, a, is that like the grand... It's Prospect like a Knights Ballroom. of Columbus or oh. an Elks Lodge. A lot of folding chairs. A lot of, all folding chairs, metal folding chairs. Nice. Um, horrible overhead lighting. <sighs> I'm not even joking. They had a DJ and they got one of those big ass subs. No. One of those like. Blimpy? Yes. They had like two six foot subs. That's Which is the terrible. most high school reunion act. Like it, it's so appropriate. That's the place where I went. <laughs> That's what I was like. Who joins the Sons of Italy? And then I got a vodka tonic, and they were like, "That's a buck fifty. And I was like, "How can I become a son of Italy?" Yes, I would like all of us to sign up right now. I'm a daughter of Ireland, but <laughs> I am totally fine. I, I'm here to bridge that. I want to change. Yes, let's let's hands across America this, so that I can join Sons of Italy and get buck fifty vodka sodas. I am denouncing. I I, I may have chased all the snakes out of Ireland, but I. <laughs> Will, I, I will give I, up my lineage. You can take my ancestry.com and warp it because mm. I don't even care if that's well vodka. It was sky vodka. What a sky. I remember when sky came out and I was like, this is awesome. It looked fancy, didn't it? Yeah. A blue bottle. Cobalt blue. Yeah, I'll fucking drink. And now it's like, what the fuck is this? Now it's like, it's like when Alizé came out and I was like, ooh, it's liquor that's light purple. And, mm, and it cleans your windshield. Lavender. I don't <laughs> <laughs> cleans your colon and your windows. It's mm, it's wow. so multi-purpose. All right, give me an article. Let's kick it. Okay. This is from the Paducah Sun, Paducah, Kentucky. Oh, this is I've, Paducah. I you haven't like, had a Paducah in a while. I know. Paducah, I Kentucky, January thirteenth, nineteen ninety-three. Dear Abby, please explain why Princess Diana can become queen when Prince Charles becomes king, but Prince Philip didn't become king when Elizabeth became queen. This riddle is breaking my brain right I now. know I know we're gonna need the the red string on the yeah. on the board red leather yellow leather red, red yellow, yellow leather I, okay so. and then to complicate it signed <laughs> J R T J period R period T period in Lewes Delaware I thought you were gonna say J Edgar Hoover <laughs> signed J Edgar Hoover he's like how does she become queen and he doesn't is, become you know, king it's like this this is how I know that I'm not a smart person because I have no idea what this question is. And this is like an SAT question where I'm like, you know what? I'm tapping. I don't care. I'm going to go to DeVry. I'm going to learn TVV story repair. 
I don't know. <laughs> I'll never know. I'm never going to know any of this. And I actually don't care for you. Like their DVDs like, repair, and they were like, "What are DVDs? Oh shit! <laughs> Who's gonna buy a DVD? Seven minute abs? What are you talking about? <laughs> if the Queen leaves Balmoral going six miles an hour, how long will it take her body to get to Westminster Abbey to lie in state for seven days before it moves twenty miles to Windsor Castle, where it drops down fifteen feet into a vault to be laid on top of Prince Philip, who's not a king?" And then they had to clean the f- fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> now we have to clean the ceilings. <laughs> now this is, its first of all, I applaud you for your articles this week because they are actually related to the British royals. I could well, not I find any questions. You, uh, I just said royalty. So I was like, I found things about random kings. I just royal put kings, queens. This King is, of queens. <laughs> I just, found, I just this, found something on Leah Remini. There's really specific articles about Kevin James in here. I, I know, I know, it's a lot. Wow. Okay. I, uh, okay. I don't understand how any of that shit works. So basically, well, do you want me to give the answer, or do you want? To oh, say? oh, I, I thought that you answered all right. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna sip. No, I'll just, be, I'll just be. That's I'll just how be fucking here. complicated this two line question is. With it it's like JRT Luther did. We're is. both like, I don't. I don't. This is like the Jenga of questions. This is like someone just American history asked me on on, on your curb out in front. I don't feel right. <laughs> what do you mean, bite the curb? Dear JRT, it has to do with nationality and bloodline. When Elizabeth II married her distant cousin, <gasps> oh, Lieutenant Philip Mountbatten. Okay, in... so that was her. That's her distant cousin. I've watched The Crown. Why didn't I know this? You need you need the special victims. I guess so. When Queen Elizabeth II married her distant cousin, Lieutenant Philip Mountbatten, in 1947, he was a former Greek prince, not a British national. Princess Diana, formerly Lady Diana Spencer, was born in the United Kingdom of royal blood. She married the heir apparent Charles, Prince of Wales, therefore Diana is eligible to be queen. However, should they divorce, or if Charles decides to step aside in favor of his eldest son, William, Diana will have ascended as high as she can go upon the royal ladder. Wow, talk about a premonition if they divorce. This is 93. Yes. Wait, so, that's 93? Yeah. They were oh. divorced by then, weren't they? Mm, not. No, I don't think so. She that died in 99. Late. Yeah, she died in 99. I know because I. No, no, no. She died in 97. Because I lived over in England when she, right after she died. And it was nuts. In front of her palace, in front of Kensington, um, there was a big stretch of lawn that had uh, fences around it. Mm-hmm. Flowers, no kidding, six feet deep. Just like piling up, up, up. It ruined the lawns! I, I can only imagine. I watch everything about Princess Di and all this stuff. So I, I don't understand how it works. And now, so Camilla is queen consort, which who the hell knows what that is. Here's my issue with Camilla. Queen consort. Every time they say it, I feel like we should have like the cast of six. Queen consort. <laughs> <laughs> those girls come out of nowhere. Hey, 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 hey. You guys, who invited them to the funeral? I don't know, but they're really good. It's really awkward. But They're good. singing about her great-grandfather. <laughs> And he killed me! Queen Consort! <laughs> okay, here's my ish with Camilla. My only issue is that it's I just hair. want the woman to stand up straight. She, Yeah. She looks like she should be ringing a bell. 
somewhere in a tower. Like somebody get her some some corrective. I don't know. She's so hunched over. She's like me at any party where I'm talking to someone shorter than I am. Where you're <gasps> kind of like leaning in. Yeah, and you try to come down to their level. Right. So you're kind of bent forward. Which is how I lived my whole life because my best friend was much shorter than me, so I felt like I had to like crouch down to yeah, her. And she should get some Jerry Hollowell shoes. And exactly. Like, but instead, up. I my knuckles bled when I walked. Everything was just. Yeah. I looked just like Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get it. But I want her to stand From up the straight. Yes, yes. I was actually, I was, you guys, I started in descent. Who are you? You may have not known my body of work. I was in human centipede. I was diaper three and I was in the descent. <laughs> diaper three. But that's human centipede two. Sorry. Electric boogaloo. That was where the. <laughs> Electric poo poo. Human I'm gonna pee. Oh God! Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read my last article because it has nothing to do, ironically, with the royals that we know of. Just royals in general. And this one comes from the Lita Telegram. Telegram. Lita (laughs) Telegram. Uh, I don't know where in the world the Lita Telegram is because um, our newspapers.com has decided to change their format, making it very difficult. It's, It's horrible. Very strange. It's very not workable now. But I will say it's from April 5th, 1959. So wherever the leader telegraph is. Wherever leader telegram, telegraph, whatever. Here's the title. King loses out because of goose greased looks. <laughs> Dear Anne, I'm writing for the high school student party. We think our principal gave us a raw deal. Raw. Every spring, the entire student body elects five boys and five girls to the honor court. At the big dance of the year, the king and queen of the school are crowned. They are selected from the original. Uh, there's a smudge over that. So they are, I'm just going to say the original smudge. Okay. The remaining eight are made members of the royal guard. This year, a kid with a ducktail haircut was elected to the honor court. The principal ordered him to get a haircut before the big dance if he wanted to run for king. We're back to hair again. He did not want. He did not get his haircut. That night, he was eliminated from the contest by the principal. We think the boy had courage to stand up for his rights. After all, this is a free country, and people should be able to do what they want with their own hair. What should the student body do now? Signed, Russian-ruled students. Ooh. Okay. Dear Russian-ruled students, (laughs) the student body should be happy to have a principal who also has courage. In my opinion, he has good judgment, too. The ducktail is more than just a haircut. It's a symbol. The way a man or boy wears his hair reveals a good deal about him. I'm not saying this student is a hood. Maybe he's a perfectly nice kid who's in love with his hair and hates to part with it. <laughs> hates to part. I get it. Mm. But one thing is certain. No American teenager who was even slightly hip would sport a mop of hair plastered down with half a pint of goose grease. And this is the ducktail. You kids are going to hate me. But I call him as I see him. My congratulations to your principal. It takes nerve to do what he did. And in my opinion, nation, the sun will very surely shine. It all comes back to hair. Thin and separate. There should be two. What is a ducktail? I think she just explained it. It's the 1959. Well, I know about duck's ass. A ducktail is when the back of your hair. Flips out. Flips out in the back. Oh, like so a like, Marsha Brady. This is for men. All right. And it's not Marsha Brady. That is Mrs. Oh, Brady. Oh, Mrs. Brady. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Yeah. 
The, that the is Florence strange. Henderson. That I don't know what that haircut is. I don't know. We, but I do prefer that over at that bouffant that she had. I thought but you were going to say know. the Rachel for some reason. N- no. But did a lot of people wear their hair like Mrs. Brady? I can't imagine anyone else would wear their hair like that. She can looks like imagine? a Fisher Price woman. Can you imagine the upkeep that it takes? You can't just like wash and go. Well, no, it's two haircuts in one, right? Like, well, so was the Kate Gosselin. Same. This you cannot compare Kate Gosselin and Florence, the Wesson lady Henderson. I sure can. AKA Those are high maintenance haircuts. Uh, well, yes. I mean, it's basically like the um, the Kathy Rigby, and then just like a wisp of. Fr- it's basically bangs in the back. Yeah, it really was a party in the back. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, "Welcome to my backyard." Like, who really was like, "I'm." Gonna, it's like sculpture. It's an Edward Scissorhands <clears throat> haircut. So, how did she go from season one to whatever with the huge head of hair, which is like maybe like five, five hair pieces in it, right? Yeah, At yeah. least five sewn. And then they're like, "We're gonna. You're too old now. We gotta. We gotta make you young, young mom. So mm-hmm. we're gonna take all these pieces out. We're gonna cut it short. But we're gonna keep it long. But a little." Length in the back. So let me get. And then she had that. Then she had that haircut for like a long time. A long time. Except for the cut the the party out. She's like, I can't party anymore. They cut the party out. (laughs) (laughs) Once Flo turned thirty five, it was over. They clipped that. They sent it to Locks of Love. She's like, that's fine. And I'm just gonna ride this thing till I die. Why is it the people who really push the fact that they're growing their hair for Locks of Love are the people you would never want to own their hair? I don't want it. Thank you. It's like brown gray, mousy brown. I'm good. You hold on to that hair. Is that you lock that in? love. No, I don't want that. No, no one wants your love. No one what? wants your love. Sorry. Why is there a bird's nest in there? <laughs> this is horrifying. You shouldn't be dreading your hair. Thanks just... for the love. Yeah. I can smell it from here. Yeah, thank you. Mm, I love patchouli candles. <laughs> Letting the good people out there know that my album is still out there live. Rolling around, baseline presentable. You can also YouTube it. Check it out on the YouTube. Uh, and, of course, the... Um, oh, this is the big news coming up this week. My TED Talk is finally dropping. That is right. Filmed in April, and it only took about seven years. to eight years to... Uh, yes, it's fully. It's a fully formed human at this point. And what are you talking about? I know you I'll told us about four life. years ago. Um, Joy? Joy. Joy was the theme of the TED Talk day. Huh. But you could take that and take it wherever, you know. Mm. So there were a lot of people like, Joy, pump it up, pump it up, and pain. My original uh, talk was about Joy Behar, and they were like, this is a lot for 15 minutes to talk just about her. Yeah. So I went in a whole different direction. And mm. uh, like I said, I had actually written out a legitimate whole TED Talk, and I scrapped it the day before the talk. And I wrote some notes on my hand, and that is my TED Talk. And it, my, my notes melted off my hand. Mm. So, And how long is your talk? Uh, 16 minutes I went. It was supposed to be uh, t- 10, and I hijacked an extra six. Because why? Now is my moment. TED Talk. Okay. Me, baby. It's a lot of me in the past couple of weeks. So let's talk no. about something. I know. No. I know. Let's talk about our little Patreon subscribers out there, which we want to be larger. Oh, by the way. 
just for the side note, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, will you please, 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 for the love of God, rate, review, subscribe, because bump up our numbers. We need them, baby, and we're going to start putting some more video content back and, uh, out there. If you like us, let other people know why you like oh, us. Yes, please, spread the and word. And if you don't, shut your mouth. Spread us like herpes. And COVID and monkeypox and whatever like, else is trending like right Aaron, now. Like if her name was Crystal and she was a stripper. Spread us like we're doing Sorry, the adductor machine at a 24-hour fitness somewhere in merry old England. Right. Mary, you know? merry old. Do you think the queen ever burped? She had to. Yeah, of course. Ye royal fart. She had, I bet she had a fart machine when she was like... <laughs> <laughs> she was she with, went to a fart with, machine. With, with Churchill. He sits on... <laughs> Oh, my. I'd like an audience uh, with uh, you. Uh, my, your Majesty, I did not. Uh, oh, my. You know what? Seems Let's call like it a day, some, Yes. Seems like you have some attack of flatulence. Do you mind if I call you Winnie? Do you mind if I call you Windy? <laughs> Everybody went Tingling. through that fart machine phase in the 80s. Everybody went through bad phases in the 80s. It must be Diana. Do you think she ever wore a high-waisted jean when no one was around? I don't think she... Oh, maybe. When no one was around. I want a behind-the-scenes queen. <laughs> behind-the-scenes queen! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think it's time. Let's do this. what happens to all of her clothes? Burn them. Bury them. Pass oh. down. To who, who wants to fucking wear that? Who Her wants? clothes look like that giant box of crayons that if you were lucky to get with the sharpener on the side, yeah. that's what her clothes look she like. She dressed like Mrs. Doubtfire. So I don't know who's going to want that collection. Wow. The Queen's You're, collection. Mm, this is really wonderful. It's got to go into like the Smithsonian or a British museum. Yeah, she's basically, she like, eventually she just looked like what happens to older people. You dress them like a peep. You're all lavender. You're all yellow. You're all green. You're Why all... is that? I don't know. I'm worried for our future. Is like that coming for us? I don't know. Remember when everyone had to wear like, oh, this is a scarf. You put a sail on your mother and you hope to God that she doesn't take flight. Yes. But also it's like at a certain point, does everybody have to wear that like itchy nightgown? What itchy? You know. that long one? Yeah. From like uh, Little House? Like a thin flannel that you buy at Kohl's. Yeah, all the way down to your... Ankles. Yeah, and your wrists. Like it's never, Little House has never gone gone out. I feel like it's coming for all of us. Little House in the Prairie is coming for (laughs) us? horror movie ever <laughs> i keep running down the, the hill and i keep falling i just keep falling <laughs> jesus this is terrible there's not a bathroom here how many more fires can we handle in michael landon i'm taking a shit close the door <laughs> sorry there god oh we've got nelly bitch is fucking crazy that nelly bitch all right there's no bathroom but you had time to curl your hair okay <gasps> oh you imagine that curling iron would be very painful? Fuck yeah, it is. Ow! It's Are you ready? Good. Yes. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We're talking about royals and jibber jabbering. Just keep moving her around for a year. Wouldn't that be great if they walked her around for a year and they took her to all these different places so everybody could see? My other theory was that she was not actually in that office. <laughs> I thought, if it's not glass top, I don't buy it. I agree. I'm just saying. So we have one Instagram mail question this week. Uh, you can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Patty, would you like to read it? Yes. Dear Pod, I want a phone, but my parents don't want me to get it for me. I'm 12 years old, and all my friends have one. 
My parents are afraid I'll be on it all day, but I told them I need one for emergencies. And I feel like I'm a dork who doesn't have an iPhone. How can I convince them to let me have one? Signed, no phone, no fun. Dear no, the sooner you learn to disengage from the human race, the better. After all, every human has one and has decided to permanently glue their fingers to it, so why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you be burdened with a constant onslaught of information, always contacted by anyone and everyone all hours of the day and night, whether you like it or not? Feel free to adjust your settings, but somehow they always get reset and live to tell another tale to bother you. You should also start to enjoy the lack of living in the moment and feverishly try and capture every little thing you see and do. Concerts? Why not record what's in front of you and view the stage that you paid $400 for through your iPhone so you can get a grainy footage that you'll never, ever watch, only to post about it? You can also let everyone else know where you were and when and that you couldn't enjoy what's right in front of you. Maybe your parents want you to have a few more years of just being a kid. A few more years without the stress of having this handheld tracking device that will tell you things you don't want to know and convince you to buy things you don't really need. So yeah, have at it. Since everyone else is doing it, you might as well ruin your life as soon as possible. Mm. Join them in their Tide Pod eating contest, TikTok videos of accidentally getting hit by cars, and of course that dick pic that will end up in the wrong hands or better yet sent out to your entire contact list. Lucky you. Tick, pick, tick, tock. Tick, pick, tick, tick, I wish that the world would outlaw phones right now. I, I am at this point where I'm like, please do something where we have to all take them away and be done. Yeah. I am so sick of my screen. Yeah. So sick of it. And I'm so sick of feeling like I am a slave to it. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm not posting something every hour of every day, then I'm not, I'm not creating content. Like Emma Thompson said when everyone was being cast according to their followers, she's like, that's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. And I hate that it rules the industry that I am currently in. I hate it. It's tiring me out. It's It's lazy is what it is. It is. And I mean, but also it's like the psychic energy that it takes for me to feel like if I am not posting something every day, then I'm not doing my job. It's, it it upsets me. As a human? As being as as a comic, as a performer, as what like I, that I'm not doing something for my career if I'm not posting a, a reel every this day is or exhausting. anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you're exhausting, exhausted by it because it's a means of communication that people abuse for you, mm-hmm. like trying to to get you to do stuff, and it's like you can't ever put it down. And I just hate feeling like when I'm not looking at it, I'm thinking about what I should be doing on it. Mm-hmm. And that's my PSA for my own psychology today. I wish somebody would outlaw phones. And I, I think, think we let's should go one back. by one start getting rid of apps. I think that would help. Like deleting them or just like shut them down. Shut Clearly, them down. Facebook has a problem. Facebook should, is done. Oh right. yes. I think we should limit whatever is on fucking Instagram. TikTok should go away. I hate TikTok with a passion that defies everything words. should just. I think I'm waiting for the pendulum again said this before to swing the other way because it literally when you go when you see people at a concert and all their phones are up what Why? Fu- you just spent $500 sitting right in front of Lady Gaga and you have a phone up to her face yes for what like just be there just be there like I'm you might as well to- just wait for the HBO special if that's what you're gonna do I feel like let's go in the complete other direction we're gonna go back to sundials and uh you know like telling Flintstones watch exactly you know yes and and grains of sand 
to time things and, yeah. and whatnot. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm sick of it. Here's what Anne has to say about this very thing, because I'm just irritated. I'm going to, I'm going to rip it out. I'm going to rip one, just like the queen. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Winston. Winston. <laughs> Dear, no fun. You're terrible. Boy, did you ask the wrong broad. When it comes to kids griping about not having a phone, like Bob Marley and the Whalers, you'll get no sympathy from me. Amen. If I was a parent, and I'm not, you're welcome, America, I wouldn't let my kid have a phone until they could pay for it themselves. Which brings me to my weekly words of wisdom. You want it? Go out and earn it. Show your parents you're a responsible human being who is capable of carrying around a miniature computer that most people use for Candy Crush or porn. Ah, mankind. Capable of amazing technological advancements that most of us will only use to try and find tail. I guess I'm not entirely unsympathetic. I know what it's like to have the latest hot thing. My first cell phone was a Motorola that plugged into my Geo Prism. It came in a huge suitcase. Every time I wanted to make a call, it looked like I was trying to defuse a bomb in a Bruce Willis movie. I looked less like someone trying to call a friend as much as someone calling for an airstrike. So when it comes to big tech, I've always been a little bit behind the eight ball. But if you feel this is something you need, make a case for yourself. Give your parents a well-thought-out pitch, outlining how you plan to pay for it, use it, and allow them parental controls. You have a problem with your parents monitoring your online activities? Tough tatties. Russia's doing it now anyway. Good luck, you 12-year-old son of a bitch. <laughs> Happy pitching. <laughs> Ayyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyy
Bimchi by Ben. I have uh, crunchy bars and things from Cadbury to give you. Just Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew shows up. Hey, I have an everlasting gobstopper in my pants. Why don't you climb up my ladder to get one of the ones that's higher up? My ladder happens to be my dick. Yes. Oh, aren't we the Don't use your teeth, Charlie. And speaking of using teeth, take yours out for this week's specialty cocktail because she's sugary, baby. This week's specialty cocktail is the Royal Hawaiian. Hey, look at James Jules Ferris over there. He's getting laid from that nice lady with all of those flowered necklaces in her hand. Good for him. I'm reading these things, by the way. I'm not making this up. This is what I read a piece of paper that he hands to me. And on that piece of paper, here are the ingredients for this week's specialty cocktail. I divorce you. Uh, Wait, what? Huh? You will need one and a half ounces of gin, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce pineapple juice, and of course, one quarter ounce of orgiat. Orgiat! Orgiat. Yeah, get in my mouth. Shake all the ingredients in a cocktail shaker with ice and strain into a small cocktail glass. No garnish needed. It just gets in. Here are his tasting notes. We must pay respect to the institutions who have somehow survived throughout the years. With the Royal Hawaiian Hotel, attention must be paid. This hotel opened in February of 1927 and offered a new era of luxurious resort travel to Hawaii. This drink used to be the hotel's signature cocktail throughout the 1950s, but is no longer available on the menu. Thanks to King Cocktail, Mr. Dale DeGroff, for retrieving this recipe in his book, Craft of the Cocktail. This is a great introduction to anyone who might be overwhelmed when mixing tiki-style cocktails. It's just four simple ingredients you can find in most liquor stores. So go ahead and mix, shake, serve, and sip as we say farewell to the summer heat and hello to the fall chill. Now let's go pick apples with Erin so we can shut her up till next year. Excuse me, I'm offended. And yes, it's time to go apple picking. All right, cheers to you. Cheers to the royals. Cheers to you, Pinky Lee. Because we'll never be royals. Royals. Whoa. Ooh, she's tart. Ooh, I just fucked a pineapple. You know what it is? It's the lemon juice. It hits you right in the middle of your tongue. What's orgy? What's orgy? What? It's like an almond. uh, Almond? How do you pronounce it? An almond liqueur. Orgia. Orgia. What? Orgiat. I've been saying orgiat this whole time, and you have never corrected me. Um, A quarter ounce of orgiat. Orgiat, whatever you got. I'll take this orgiat, whatever. Three quarters of oh shit. Oh. Mark, clean the fucking pole. I got orgiat all over it. I don't understand Massachusetts. What do you want to know? We've never been hugged. What else? Right. Nothing. Everyone wants to leave there. Tommy, Johnny, Ricky, and Tony all were raped by Father So-and-so. Don't forget about it's Mark an, it's and Fitzy like, and Sully. Mark. Mark is from Peabody, kid. My mom wanted to name me Mark. She she wished she could name me Mark, and then I had black hair and blue eyes. So I, Moth my wanted name to name me Crystal, so there you go. Oh, right. This is, that's fucking terrible. Isn't that horrifying? Well, and then when you came out as a stripper, you were like, well, yeah. I know. It's almost disappointing. God, you can you imagine if Aaron was a stripper? Think about think about like let's just let's just, just do like a, a, a thing. Aaron is no longer Aaron. She came out. Her mom's like, I think I'll call her Crystal. <laughs> wait, 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 can't say it again. <laughs> I think I'll call her Crystal. Ew, that's almost a okay, 
And then like she just develops into like a pretty girl. Uh, I'm in the room. Mary Steenburgen is in the room. She's like, you know what I want to do? I'm going to get boobs. So she's just real thin, just two softballs. Cassaba melons. Just like uh, that play, any any Playboy bunny. Uh uh Just like ringlets for days that are probably clip on. Why are you giving me a Jean Bonnet look? Listen, like a pageant girl. I'm sorry, sex worker. (laughs) Clear platform heels. Uh huh. Just like maybe like a gingham bra. And panties. Gingham. And just like works a stripper pole and just like no comedy. Just say, yeah, I'm Crystal. What do you want? But I got to do a Boston accent because that's where I'm from. No. So it's got to be a Boston accent. No one wants a stripper with a Boston accent. Mark, I got to get up on the pole today. It's like, I got to get some dollars. My balls packed up in their sack (laughs) and left. No one wants a Boston stripper. What do you want? Oh, nobody wants Boston porn. No. Could you imagine? Just yelling. Your cock is wicked fucking hot. <laughs> you, you, you could probably, you could, you could, if you were, if you were like hookers on the front, if you, if it were filmed in Massachusetts, you knew you could. It's like smell a vision. Your cock kid, put your cock in your hand. Yeah, turn around. Like spread your cheeks. She's pretty, and then she turns to one side, and the all the other side of her teeth are missing. <laughs> like all good and fun, all and good on one jaw. side. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? What happened to you? She's like, let's talk about the socks while I give you a fucking lap dance, kid. Welcome to Peabody. I only got five minutes. Crystal! What? Fucking Fitzy! VIP room, high roller! I'm not going near that guy's cock again, you understand? Now clean the pole. I slipped off it last time. He doesn't oh. smell like piss anymore. So get in here. Cinnamon's Aquanet is stuck on the pole. Will you do something about that shit? You're messing up my wig from the, the Joan Rivers collection. And then cut to like she owns the joint. Yeah, I used to be a pole dancer here. Welcome to Small Tops and Peabody. Yeah. We specialize in girls in A cups. You fucking looking at me? Huh? Huh? Fucking bitch. Mark Wahlberg came in here last weekend. It's wicked famous. That dollar, he signed it. It was in my crack. Boom! Patty, that is inappropriate comedy, okay? I'm very pure. Put your jockstrap on. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So the Royal Hawaiian, it's very royal and it's Hawaiian. It's very pineapple-y, lemony, very fruity, and... um, very tart. It's so tart. It hits you in the back of the jaw. I'd like to do that to you. Um. Oh, what? go ahead. Okay. Go right ahead. Look, Jules right now is just drinking right out of a can of pineapple juice. Not a care in the world. Look at him. Just a canker sore away. I know. You're just 1985 pineapple juice. Remember when you used to like open up, you used to have like a pop top? This is back before people started poisoning people all the time. Like tab. You had a literal tab on the top of your drink and you would just strip the little tab off. Oh, you mean like that, that. that little uh, sticker? Yeah, it was yeah. like a little me- metallic thing, like a right. little aluminum. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to, to to poison somebody. I'm just saying. I looked right at Jules when I said that. It wouldn't be that hard. Enjoy your pineapple <laughs> juice. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.